Hello everyone, thanks for joining in. I am Shubha Kankariya and welcome to episode 3 of Dastai Rai. It is a travel talk where we get to know about amazing places through wonderful stories of various travelers. So before talking about our today's guest, I want to ask, have you ever got to know about a place uh, through a book or maybe a movie and then you decided to explore that place? If I talk about myself, it has happened a couple of times that I have imagined to go to a place and then never went ahead with that plan. But interestingly, our today's guest not just only imagined but relived the famous novel called The Beach by traveling on the same trail mentioned in the book. If we talk about his profession, he heads product and data science for cricket.com. And if we talk about his passion, that could be easily witnessed through his adventurous travel stories. So guys, without any further delay, let's get on board Karthik Kanan. Hello, everyone. Hello, hi, hi. 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 How How are you? Doing fine. I'm doing good. Yeah, and welcome to Dastai Rahi. I'm so excited to have you. Pleasure is mine too. So, I think without wasting any time, let's begin. I know you are kind of a beach person. Or if I should put it in a right way, you have more inclination towards the beaches. Is, is that right? I think, yeah. In between, I had a, uh, an arthritis problem. So, I, was, okay. I couldn't go to cold places. So, it just so happened that I started going to places that had heat. Uh, and you know, wasn't chill, but now yes, all of that is now solved. So I'm as much uh, you know, I I'm hoping to be a mountain person for the for the next trip because I know the the, the blog is heavily skewed towards beaches. Yeah, that's why my assumption is coming from. <laughs> okay, so talking about beaches, if we talk about India, which is one of the most beautiful beaches you have set your foot on? Okay, in terms of color, in the choices between Lakshadweep which is uh, Bangaram and in mm-hmm. the end, which is Kalapathar, these two. Okay. Uh, and of course, Danush Kodi in Tamil Nadu, that's the state I come from. But I'm looking at vibe, I probably go with Arambol Keri in Goa. Uh, very dear to me. I go, keep going very frequently. But these are the four beaches that I can think of that, you know, have made a, a large impression on my mind. So any interesting stories related to beaches? Sure. Luxury, really not, not, not so many interesting stories, but uh, definitely in the Andaman. Uh, this mm-hmm. goes back to 2008. I was studying, uh, doing my MBA, and that was, I think, the last day of, the, of our course. And I had my Assamese friend, uh, Prakriti. Uh, he was showing me a place on Wiki Travel. That beach was so beautiful, serenely bluish green. I, I said, Kahe? It's somewhere up there, mm-hmm. like, Chennai. And he yeah. said, This is Rodanagar Beach, it's in Andaman. That's his you know, traditional Assamese. <laughs>
took me a while to understand the city the, the city was basically just four five roads put together that you know made up for the city but uh, our only thing was okay we we see this beach havelock we wanted to go there so when we went to the boat jetty someone told us that there's only one boat in the morning that goes at 6 o'clock that is like your easiest one to find a ticket on there is a, of course a speed boat but there are lesser seats it's available at 1 1 pm and it's available and i was so at that time like ma cruise and other uh, private operators were there none of the this is 2008 so none of the private operators were there and yeah. how many flights were actually went to andaman at that time no clue man i just picked up the next morning's flight 430 10000 rupees and anyway i'm a budget traveler so i while that flight cost me 10500 i think the whole trip cost me 13000 rest of the four days for staying for uh, you know uh, eating traveling everywhere we missed even the afternoon boat we didn't find tickets and uh, i remember spending the night in some random place and then i think around that time ipl was just starting so i was entertaining myself watching the ipl next morning yeah. we got on the ship we went uh, all the way to uh, havelock island and the scene i saw was something that i was never prepared for because it was this green color water and this perfect sand that curves sandbank you know that curves and I, i and i had just had a very basic digital camera but i just couldn't stop clicking that because i thought if i have to describe this beautiful scene you know words can't do justice somebody has to visually see this place and i don't havelock island or radhanagar beach was very famous back then because uh, when i went there were only two hotels in whole of havelock island and someone told me agar aapko yahan pe rehna hai to 100 rupees raat ka 150 rupees agar aapko beach pe to barefoot pe reh sakte ho 150 dollar so which one potentially stay and since i i you know didn't really have those budgets to go stay uh, at barefoot but i went there uh, yeah. about 3 hours at barefoot just drinking tea because they give tea in a big pot it was the start of the monsoon season and it's all yeah. green around you been to barefoot right so you know yeah, yeah. i have been to andamans but i went in 2017 and you are talking about like 10 years before like 2008 there would be like lot of difference yes there weren't like the today when you go to uh, havelock island you see a, a, you know a lot of vans as soon as you know your boat comes these vans are ready to ferry you we had to the maruti omni vans and i decided i think three rupee ticket sit on the bus and go and it started raining heavily it was brilliant but yeah. get out of the bus feel the rain and uh, you know absolutely no worries and uh, the conductor has stopped saying okay we ho gaya this is the only place where you can stay you should be here and okay. that was near radhanagar beach that was i think about 200 meters before radhanagar beach and uh, we yeah. figured out there is no hotel there so i uh, yeah. i ended up having next morning at 5:30 in the morning i, I ended up having jalpuri for breakfast that's how bad it was <laughs> so so i think that way uh, the andaman trip totally created that travel talk kida inside me because it had been dormant because when you're studying in an mba course half your time yeah. is spent figuring out classes and then trying to you know find the placement and then that one year we just went away in a in a place and then suddenly i discovered that there is this whole new beautiful world what if travel could be a profession and and that's what set the kida in my mind of you know maybe i should start documenting uh, some of my travels but by then i did have a blog but uh, you know i wasn't very frequent in documenting it but yes i think that that trip uh, basically told me that i could 
changed my destiny in by this you know boarding a flight in 10 hours five hours and to be in a completely new world new possibilities so i had done that even i think a little later the, the following year when i did a, a last minute trip to go to bangkok because that was the only visa on arrival but yeah i think that's something that i remember from the uh, andaman adventure back in 2008 but how was how was staying in that 100 rupee place like well see the only thing i really cared about is that does it have a power connection where i can charge my camera you know the, the battery so that's that's only yeah. that's and i mean mobile and mobile signals weren't that cool then because messengers we, we didn't have messengers back then you had that physical you know, msn messenger so it's okay for the camera that i needed and we didn't even have a fan it was a very small hut the 100 square feet of space uh yeah that and there was no toilet so we had to actually go out and i remember uh, the toilet that i went to suddenly didn't have water and apparently the guy who was running the small shack forgot to fill water so i had to actually it was raining heavily and my bucket out there half my pants really <laughs> so, not a very smooth experience but uh, very rustic and uh, for that night i was like okay let's just open up to a new experience because i never done something like that before uh, wasn't very comfortable but no fans and the food was a food was definitely a problem and because both of us who were traveling were vegetarians it was even more yeah. problem uh, so yeah uh, that night was was a little tough trying to find uh, food options because you're dependent only on public transport even if i wanted to go have food i go all the way back to the jetty which is about yeah. 15 16 kilometers and buses as you know in the stop at 536 it stops much earlier than goa where you know everybody at 7 pm is sitting inside their places and you know just just chilling around so andaman right. 2008 was a very very different place so um, we kind of struggled for our food but i think the sights that we saw there off radhanagar beach the color of the water and nobody on the beach right i think i was surprised that such a place existed in india and i didn't know it was the same feeling that i had when i saw dilchata hai i think 2 uh, years after the movie you know came i was like how did i miss this movie guys and even more was how did i miss going to goa when dilchata <laughs> only the paradise called goa existed i think my first goa yeah. trip 2006 5 years after the movie find out there's a movie so yeah these are some of those uh, thoughts that you have saying what took me so long to get here types and how was your experience in lakshadweep like like you said you have been to lakshadweep and it's there's always a comparison between andaman and lakshadweep so how do you see those two places i have in fact made some very good friends in lakshadweep with whom i still keep talking chatting on instagram but actually it was a very manicured experience in the sense that everything is only you're paying about 10 12000 a night easily for your rooms and some of the rooms could be very basic like i stayed in bangaram island there were about 17000 rupees a night back in 2008 which is a, a fair amount of money back then and uh, when i look at it lakshadweep is like your options are very limited you are stuck on either this island or that island you can do a couple of things it's a beautiful place no doubt even more unexplored than the andamans are but andamans mm-hmm. is a bit like maggi noodles you can customize it the way you want lakshadweep is like a prearranged package See, there's no fun i cannot go land up next morning ki inspiration laga aur mere ko abhi ye ye island pe jaake land karna nahi nahi ho sakta hai because the lakshadweep go get a permit you need to sit on a boat or suspense chala jata hai basically in a backpacker hut find some government officials stay with them because i've seen some very interesting documentaries on the andamans recently and uh, people have gone stay in tribal villages too uh, with of course the right permission i think recommend the andamans over lakshadweep just because of the fact that it's little more customizable uh, your experiences there are 
are on road as well as on uh, water so you, you have a lot more things to do and there's a of course a, a very rich history on what's happened in the andamans to know in terms of the civilizations wars world war 2 happened there so there's a lot right. more tea as opposed to just luxury and i think going to lakshadweep is difficult also because everything is managed by the government authority of sports so everything needs to be planned up through them so it it kind of becomes difficult for people to do everything and again it's expensive also compared to you need to go through a travel agent like even i had yeah. to go through a travel agent at that point because she was giving me a discount on the only flight that was coming and she apparently Asha. had her own rates with air india so yeah. uh, to i advise i'm not somebody who uh, you know likes a prearranged package given to me i like to have some amount of variability in me wanting to change or you know doing something because yeah. uh, i don't know what i'm going to do the next morning you know i just wake up even on a holiday like last december i went to goa for 10 days i didn't film for eight of the days that i was there i didn't feel like yeah. filming because i usually film do a lot of vlogging but that's who i am you know i take it as it comes so that way i and that's the reason why i decided andamans was better also in terms of cost lakshadweep is way way expensive 10 12000 rupees a night that you're paying not only that for the inter island transport you're going to pay 5 5000 per person if your island is far away uh, i heard some interesting tales of the locals in this book called borderlands by pradeep damodar he has been to every border city across india and minikoi is one of the lakshadweep he's been to i learned a few things yeah. about how these people operate what their daily routines are so i'm happy to do it again but yeah uh, if I, if you have to pick between these two on the month is a clear makes sense so um, you know moving on i was going through your blog and like you also said before i realized that you have extensively traveled to the vacation state of india which is goa and uh, goa is loved by so many people it's like on the list of everyone you talk about what is that in goa you love so much about because you have been uh, traveling like extensively to that place uh, i think yeah what i like in goa has changed over time example last year it felt like an alumni meet because wherever i whichever street i go there is some friend of mine who i you know met and i think and all of them got to meet each other because these are people that i've met in different walks of life and if i go for breakfast at one cafe i have one classmate from mba there if i go for lunch somewhere i have one of my colleagues in an earlier uh, company then for night dinner i have somebody else who's who's now who had worked with me at cricket.com and so it was this is you know very comfortable place and my parents also now like goa so earlier days earlier why is this guy keeping on going to goa we live in a, a city where the beach is 5 kilometers from where we live and us yeah. Take the thousand kilometer train all the way to the west coast to go and you know uh, to go to Goa. They also now realize that Goa is a nice place, and um, I've also realized over time that uh, if you are able to find out your own places of interest in Goa, uh, Goa is actually not that crowded. Of course, you'll have to only stay away from the ABC of Goa, which is Anjuna, Baga, Kalamur. If you are able to move yeah. away, there are lots of paradises that are you know you know waiting to be explored. but i think one of the reasons now that i go frequently to goa is that uh, if you want a beach that has different types of food items you will find it in goa you will not find it in karnataka or andhra pradesh or orissa that different types of cuisine you will not find the second thing is uh, goa for some reason is is still a series of villages and at its heart it's just a series of villages and that village flavor is still there so i go to goa to have that small town vibe 
where it's a very family type atmosphere where you know the locals you're talking with them sitting with them and i found two three villages which i go uh, you know on a rotation basis where i know people and that way uh, it's a very familiar feel also i think each of the beaches have uh, lifeguards i don't know swimming not as my son but we enjoy you know getting into the sea and we have a lot of other friends who also do that so i think having a lifeguard on the beach is some level of safety so these are the three reasons prime most that goa wins over any other beach location and of course there are a lot of other reasons just because in terms of the natural beauty that goa offers and the vibe that goa offers i don't any other state in india offers that right now i think lot of people have different reasons for going to goa but then your reasons uh, somehow make sense to me like why you keep on going so since when have you started going to goa like how long has that been i think my first trip was um, uh, in 2006 february i remember there was a i had read a blog on a wednesday evening it was of a, a travel writer called anita bora she was a, okay. a colleague of mine at infosys and also a travel writer for readers and uh, okay. she had spoken about this place called gokarna and i liked the and for some reason i liked the fact that there was a hill by the beach and i told my friend man this place looks really interesting i've never seen a hill by the beach because in chennai we don't have hills by the beach there. so he was also well up he said okay for we were working in the same office so we said okay yeah. uh, we did tatkal tickets to go from chennai to mangalore again on a wednesday we saw it we booked tickets for thursday evening 5 o'clock we left office 5:30 was the train and yeah, yeah next day we are transported 1000 kilometers apart in gokarna and while i had done that i had forgotten that i had to book the return part i was so excited to just go there <laughs> and i read the time for work monday was when i took a flight airport to gokarna was goa so we booked a air deck in flight from goa to bangalore and booked a train so that's how i accidentally entered goa in february 2006 and i liked what i saw and uh, i was a regular reader of outlook traveler and uh, i did like 6 months of research on what are the places in goa and then in december that year i you know took about like i think a week off and uh, i was about anyway the following year i was about to go do my mba so i just thought it would be a, a good time to you know deal with friends before i you know take off for my mba and uh, that's when i discovered goa that was my second trip and now we yeah, are there are 34 trips in between i think about 36 times to goa in that time now oh my god <laughs> 36 is a big number for a place <laughs> it is i think it just means so oh, see again each of the 36 times that i've gone i've discovered something new about the place and uh, i again my friends spent four months there and i've come to know that there are some 30 40 more experiences that can happen in goa which i wasn't aware of so i think that that state has for some reason a lot of experiences that you can you know look out to do and yes sometimes i may over exaggerate because it's goa but goa has its own vibe <laughs> that you know <laughs> yeah any interesting stories for go from goa one thing was uh, this was around march 2009 uh, me and my friend uh, you know we were working in bombay and he was in uh, kolhapur selling doing some medical sales and he called me and said do kol from kolhapur goa is nearby why don't you just take a train and come and i remember taking a train from bombay just got on an unreserved compartment and um, um, next morning my friend called me and said, uh, okay i am waiting for you at savantwadi road railway station so just get down there and i remember at 4 in the morning me and my uh, friend his name is vinay uh, he was my mba classmate uh, a very intrepid traveler both of us like traveling together and uh, 
we ended up watching a test match at 4 in the morning in a railway station and then we you know took a bus wherever the bus went and the bus uh, took us to uh, uh, one small village in goa called keri and uh, okay. uh, there was a farmer there he was the only person on the beach and he said agar aapko raat ko rukna hai yahan pe you can stay here i'll go give you a bed and uh, i will come and sleep with you guys and uh, the farmer came and slept and that night when i got up at 3 i saw this brilliant full moon night shimmering and nobody on the beach and it was like uh, i hadn't seen a sight like that before and that's one of the reasons why i actually love taking a dip in the sea uh, of course not much deeper because i don't know swimming uh, taking a dip in the sea uh, you know in the, in the middle of the night or when the when the tide has gone down and actually the it's not going to be very cold uh, it's it's much warmer than what you are you think it is outside so outside the winds are going to be a little chill but it's brilliant being inside the ocean at you know 2 or 3 in the night and i think that sight has stayed with me that's why i kind of keep going to that beach and i keep sending those beach photos or videos to some of my friends who actually think i have a full time job traveling uh, i remember yeah. i think the other was uh, in 2012 and uh, me and my friend uh, colleague had gone to this beach in arambol and uh, on on my blackberry through facebook i figured out that there was an end, end of the world party because it was 2012 right december 21st 2012 but the world ended yeah. and as we were walking we saw it led to something called sai bar and i thought sai and bar were a because sai is a very religious name and you know uh, to you to use it in the same connotation as a bar was was, was very strange and then i go right. inside the sai bar psy sai bar i was right and then inside i see i think somebody who was east european and i asked her i said there's an end of the world party i saw on the blackberry uh, is there any party here because there are only two people there and she said there is no party here uh, but if you want we can do party i play music we do party i said look okay and i i thought there's something happening that's why i came here if nothing is happening let me know where you think a good party is happening i like the concept of the end of the world what if the world yeah. actually And then yeah. she said, "Okay, you want party? You need to go straight. Uh, go find the temple, bike temple, park bike. Search for forest trees. Uh, near the trees, the mountain starts. A bit, bit more the tree and mountain, small forest. There, party. You go party." My friend and I thought she was just, you know, faking that Russian accent. And because we searched for 45 minutes in the night, and in the winter yeah. in Goa, it gets pretty misty at night. You can't see what's happening in front of you. And then we yeah. saw one. Uh, a uh, shirtless foreigner going then we thought acha to jagah to sahi hai and it turned out to be one of those uh, uh, hippie parties at night and uh, mm-hmm. i was just got smacked in terms of what i saw what was happening around and uh, i was trying to click with my camera and then someone said hey are you from the press are you a good guy or a bad guy i said i'm a good guy man said, then keep your camera down so during the whole night it was lovely speaking with people we were, we were near the campfire and you know, we're warming up bodies getting inside the sea and uh, i think we left only 6:30 in the morning uh, after like you know observing what was happening because we didn't understand much of the music all of this was edm music where people gain more energy after you know consuming drugs uh, not if we do drugs not if we you know uh, not i mean me and my friend don't drink that much so i mean there's nothing that we could really involve ourselves in that uh, hippie party but it's nice to have a look see how different people are and you know how that part of the world is and for everyone else who's you know saying that see but i we also realized that we were kind of lucky to have chanced upon something like this 
बिकॉज एवरी टाइम समी सेज हाँ गोवा गया था पार्टी हुआ था ऑल गोवा so but yeah that that was another uh, interesting incident that i remember in goa but there are quite a few actually but yeah uh, these these two you know very vividly you know come to mind as such i like the way you say abc of goa that's like <laughs> defines all of it <laughs> everybody in any blog i see people are raving about baga and i don't understand the point where people spend all their energy in a traffic jam uh you know to look for the same comforts as home like i'm from bangalore bangalore has traffic why would you want traffic jams why would you want 10000 people it's not the kumbh mela makes sense so you talked about that village keri village is that in north goa or south goa that is in extreme north goa uh, it's the northernmost beach and uh, i think there's a little rivulet if you cross that that's maharashtra on this side it's goa okay. somewhere near near to morjim correct the see there is this shapura river after the shapura fort you have the shapura river that cuts the two parts of north goa so you will have borjim you will have mandrem you will have aswem and then you will have uh, arambol after arambol which is the sweet lake you have keri and after keri you have uh, terekhol and terekhol basically gets into maharashtra after that so you know i can see your travel basket is full of adventures so has it happened with you before that you know any scary situation appeared in front of you while you were traveling or maybe if not scary any kindest of experience you had with the strangers anything like that i'll i'll maybe pick two stories and i'll you know talk about one one was uh, i had gone to this little island called parhati and kechil in malaysia uh, on a sudden okay. whim and i actually gone to kuala lumpur and i had uh-huh. some work and wo weekend aa raha tha so i decided to postpone my flights and i didn't realize that you go to parhati and kechil and these guys don't accept atms don't work there so and i thought okay. i whatever rupees i had rupees also they don't convert because they only convert indian uh, sorry the us dollar and indian rupees the last point that she collected and i was actually there on that island with a very tough time uh, i had no currency in hand and i just had some 100 ringgits and i had to manage 3 days in that island because my return boat or this thing was only a, a day or two later so that's one story the other one was uh, where somebody actually came to hit me with like a pole and me that makes for more interesting uh, reading so this was uh, there's a little back back story to this so i was traveling on the train from uh, bangalore to goa and i heard a what early morning i heard a waterfall and i was like ye waterfall kahan se aa raha hai mujhe koi dikh nahi raha hai waterfall so what i did was i just took a photo of the place uh, from the train only the help is that the geolocation is is you know tracked it is you know it's there embedded i came here back after the exact geolocation and then went inside the, the forest to go find the place and there was actually this beautiful place where first you have to get down that railway uh, track you have to go uh, walk down and you have a, a small water crossing so the water is up mm-hmm. to this level so i have to keep all my camera gears tent everything like this and then walk tripod basically uh, and yeah. i kept and then i found one small patch of land there and the water is chill 
and when the the fall waterfall the waterfall when it hits your back right it feels like a mint massage that's how beautiful it was so i came there i basically put my tripod and i was taking some long exposures and as yeah. the light fading the long exposure you know generally comes out better and i socha ki barish ho rahi i mean the rain was starting this monsoon season in goa i think sometime july 2000 and i said okay fine i should i think i should go back it's a very small village uh, called kulak uh, in goa uh, that's where people okay. go to for dutsagar was coming back i was wearing this poncho raincoat kind of a gear and i had two yeah. sl uh, along my necks because you know i don't want this in the rain you don't want to go and change you were solo i was solo on this trip i had just gone to do reke for this particular spot yeah i don't mm-hmm. it's too much to put for a trip but yeah i was so besotted <laughs> by the waterfall because i mean yeah. that the song that came out kabhi jo badal barse from jackpot it <laughs> also had this amazing waterfall so i was like okay if they are able to go find places what's the point of travel if you don't have adventure and you can't find such places so i, so I was kind of determined yeah. that i should also do something so as i was coming back with two slrs dangling on my neck somebody on the corner of my eye i had my tripod in my hand and i noticed somebody was advancing towards me they were getting closer and beyond the point it looked like they were about to hit me and i was like no man this is goa like right? chill people they want to try to hit me and then somebody yeah. was actually was so close to hit me hitting me that i had to use my tripod as a means for his blow to land on my tripod and that's yeah. how So wielded more blows. We hit all the second blows on the tripod. I ran, shouted, "Bachao, bachao!" And uh, then the local villagers started to come out. And uh, yeah. then it was I don't know why this guy is trying to hit me. I am in your resort. I am. It's the Jungle Book Resort that is there in Kulim. And uh, okay, uh, the the resort employs close to thirty, forty of the local villagers. So they know yeah. because in the monsoons, I think they have forty, fifty rooms. But I was their only customer that day. So they very well knew that. this guy exists and he's part of our tribe types so they came out yeah. and they asked him tum kai ko usko mara then he said mere ko dooze batman laga isliye main mara how is that as a reason so look like that and that's why this guy scared me because i had a lot of elaborate plans to wake up at 4 in the morning and walk and find the underground waterfall and again take some shots and the whole yeah. night because of the rain increased and with every passing rain or shower Uh, when it hits the asbestos roof, roof, I'm just I'm very scared there because or kya ho sakta hai? What if that guy finds that I'm in this room and he tries to come and kill me? So a lot of strange thoughts because I'm not somebody who's very scared, uh, especially exploring yeah. other places and stuff like that. That was the first time I got yeah. really out on travel, and uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was uh, so do do people know about this place like you're talking about this like underwater waterfall sort of a, a place because when i went there the next year i went i was the only one camping there nobody even knew about the place so uh, see again if your ears are sharp you will know that wahan pe to kuch hai wahan pe so only if you go uh, there there's a blog about it on uh, tripoto sometime back where i wrote, you know, wrote the whole uh, you know trek or you know how to get to this place But I think if you are somebody smart, you will figure out. If you are able to hear, you will know where to exactly go down. So you you keep on going to that place now, like Goa, or I was that once or twice? It was I, the plan. There was this this period in two thousand thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Those three years, I think I went there five times. So oh. after, after after that, I haven't gone there because I got the shots that I wanted. 
but uh, yeah this is the monsoon time and maybe there's not going to be too much crowd but again the only question is uh, those days i was i was much younger as i get older the the only thing i have is uh, i don't know how much of adventure i can take because i have to also entertain my 9 year old son uh, and usually whatever little adventures i have these days in goa is after i make my son asleep like he goes to sleep at 8:39 then i yeah. around we decide to go somewhere nearby go for a walk and you know decide okay we'll take some sunrise shot at this hill so all of that is yeah. in the sleep not you know when he is uh, awake so that way the number of adventure has you know uh, come down but maybe if i do a solo trip yes all, all of the adventure yeah. are there but then did you try taking anyone to that place or you kept it for all for yourself no no i uh, 13 i heard that the water is there 14 i went there 15 i took yeah seven of my friends from chennai and we actually went and camped uh, in two places the first place we camped was in that waterfall five of them saw the place and said boss i don't want any kind of risk next morning i want to be alive i don't know there's a very python that's waiting here you guys stay yeah. here and three of us stayed that night we didn't know the yeah. water would rise because it was a small patch of sand so we kept those uh, stones one on top of the other in the hope that yeah. the water level rises and torch se dekhenge raat ko कि अगर बैकअप करके चले जाएंगे I just, you know, went inside the tent, asked my friends also to go in, and then I realized, अरे यार मेरा camera tripod पे वहाँ पे था, because I just throughout the night I kept taking long exposures. Then after yeah. I, I the tent, तभी याद आया, अरे tripod को वहाँ पे छोड़ दिया मैंने. So I uh, then realized बाहर जाना है कि नहीं जाना है. So अच्छा camera गया तो गया, but you know life is important. And then and then but that, yeah. yeah, so I have I have shared that place with friends. Uh, I just hope it's as Uh, pristine as it is when i you know found it in 2015 yeah and would you recommend people to go there like after reading your blog or anything would you recommend yeah. that place what's happened over the years that was uh, that th- the day after i went i camped in the thutsagar uh, railway station too there's a railway station mm-hmm. small patch of asbestos land and that day two people died and after oh. that they have subsequently banned all kinds of treks or walks within the dudsagar uh, track in the mountains right so uh, it's not easy getting there in the mountains because if a police or somebody spots you uh, you're liable for arrest so that's why that's one of the reasons why i have also gone back to dudsagar because wo season mein jaane ka koi maza nahi hai wo season mein pani i mean you, you there's no adventure uh, to sit in the jeep right. the jeep will take you monsoon mein people right. walk the track you can get lost inside the forest i've got lost inside yeah. the forest. and luckily uh, i found a good strain i heard the good strain someone told me there ki awaz jab good strain ki pehli sunai deti hai tab se uh, to the point that on the top of the hill it will take 15 minutes because it's uphill slowly aata hai wo so we were able to go find i was against a lost with friends we were able to go find yeah. that small railway station called sonaliam so uh, okay. spot is actually between kulem and sonaliam uh, the, the underground waterfall Uh, yeah. And 
Uh, at Sonalium, the station master asked the goods train to stop for us. We got on to the last uh, compartment of the goods train with the uh, with the TT of the this thing, sat with him. Yeah. And kept our hand like this, watched the uh, night sky, evening sky. It was brilliant traveling in a goods train. Scary, but at the same time thrilling also. Definitely, definitely. I think I never expected that I'll be rescued, but the goods train came to our rescue. Yeah, this reminds me of one of my own adventures. Like uh, it happened a couple of years back. Um, I don't know if you have heard of Rajmachi Trek. Quite famous among no. Pune and Mumbai people. Correct, 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 correct. Yeah, so it was a couple of years back. We we had gone to this trek. I was with around ten of us were there, like friends, you know. Fireflies and Fireflies? Yeah, Fireflies is also there, but then Rajmachi itself is a very long trek, and there are two forts over there which you go, we can you can go and explore. So what happened was that it was mid of monsoon season, like a peak season, and you know how it rains over here. Right. So we we start from Lonavla actually, and what happened that day was it was pouring like. cats and dogs that day like since the start of the trek it was raining and it was like around 7 o'clock in the morning we started and around 12:30 or 1 o'clock we actually reached the fort the area where villagers were there and everything we had our lunch and then we thought that you know it's a very long walk let's just ask the villagers that is there a shortcut or anything to go back so villagers told us there's a shortcut uh, you would but you would actually make it to karjat राधर देन लोनावला एंड वी वर लाइक फाइन ट्रेन में थोड़ा देर ज्यादा बैठ जाएंगे चलेगा बट इतना लंबा वर्क वापस नहीं करना है करके एंड वी डिसाइडेड टू टेक दैट रूट वॉट दैट विलेजर्स डिन टेल अस दैट वॉज एक्चुअली वॉटरफॉल रूट दैट वॉजेंट अ नॉर्मल रूट एंड इट वॉज पीक ऑफ मॉनसून एंड like there was streams and everything flowing here and there and after coming to like quite a distance we realized it was a waterfall and not like a proper trail to go by and i remember you know crabs and all those weird insects flowing in that river and in all those streams somehow we lost our way we were in deep jungle didn't know how to come out and we we i don't know how it happened but there were two other groups also like Ten each in that group, and they were also lost like us. So we were actually thirty people lost in that jungle, no network coverage, no no way to know how how we should actually exit the jungle from there. And everybody was so terrified and worried what would happen. Rain is not stopping. There's no place to, uh, you know, make make a place for everyone to stay and all. and then later on we decided let's all 30 be together so that at least we'll have couple of people to be with each other and two of the guys from other group volunteered that you know we should just go ahead and try finding a trail or maybe someone so that we can come out of this jungle luckily they got two villagers they came by to take us then we actually went to that village and uh, they arranged for auto rickshaws to so that we can go to karjat and i think we were back by 12 or 1 in the night to pune that night and that was whole crazy night because i know at that moment we were terrified what is going to happen this night <laughs> whether right. we would be able to get out of the jungle or not nobody knew but then if i talk about today it is one of the craziest experiences i had like you know from my adventures so i can totally relate to what you are saying like you know the kind of thrill you get obviously on those moments it's difficult and you are worried and everything anxiety kicks in but later on it makes the best of memories i guess. it's only after all of this is past do you tend to yeah. value 
where I wanted mm-hmm. to do a rainforest drive and also you know mm-hmm. hit the hit the coast. The Konkan coastline is beautiful to actually go drive in the monsoons. And yeah. I don't know if the trains are functional, but uh, now that I have like you know a couple of drones at home uh, and I'm learning how to you know create better shots. I'm actually curious to see how can I fly my drone up. The other day in Bangalore, I flew my drone because the skies, the clouds were very low. At thousand feet, you had a lot of clouds. So I want to fly my drone through clouds and then you know take it to you know to the parallel to the railway track. So yeah. I probably do uh, Bangalore, Sakleshpura, uh, Chikmagalur, Udupi, uh, and then maybe to Gokarna and then come back. So that's the route I'm thinking of. Some of my friends have also said it's a great route to. plan something along so let's see yeah sounds sounds like a plan like interesting places to go so really? thank you so much kartik it was so much fun talking to you and uh, by the way if our viewers want to follow you follow your travels where they can find you uh just search up for the kachutravels.com so kachu is how okay. i'm called at home it's the log of all my okay. travels uh, yeah it's basically me and my 9 year old son whenever we travel we try to log it whenever i you okay. know possible to do a, a solo trip i tend to you know vlog from that too so yeah that's that's yeah. essentially what i do in terms of documenting my travels great and your famous beach trail is also listed on your blog like the one you did inspired by the beach novel yes yes i think if you are interested in thailand and you want to do something uh, different from just bangkok or phuket you can try this trail um, a lot of excitement in you know new places you could discover and uh, of course uh, kopanyam which is home to the full moon party which i'm sure a lot of indians yeah. have heard so it's a lot of yeah. a lot of fun along the way great thank you so much kartik it was really really fun talking to you and we hope you you get to more more adventures and get us more stories from your adventures sure sure yeah. yeah thank you everyone thank you for joining and we'll see you again with another wonderful travel till then take care bye bye stay safe